Mackin. And I know you'll remind people a number of times during the Bobathon and the whole thing coming up mm-hmm. after the Almanac yes. that uh, keyword number two in today's text line ticket Tuesday for the tribute to Johnny Cash, Man in Black show at Mystic Lake Casino, February 3rd. The next keyword is at 10.30. 10.30, yeah. 10.30, the next keyword, text line ticket Tuesday. Also... Uh, an alert. Uh, my staff is working on possibly a very nice surprise for later on this week on the Bob Almanac. It's going to take some time to do it, but uh, if, if if my staff has anything, it's time. Uh, so, uh, wow. It could be a very special surprise. I'm intrigued. Yes. And that's what this is all about. Right. That's why we do it this way. It's called the tease. And we're trying to be intriguing here. Maybe people will get excited. Uh, Tuesday, January 2nd, second day of the year. Though. Now the countdown begins again. It does. Number two. Just number two. There's 364 to go because it is leap it's, year. Yes. Yes. We have a total of 366 this year. Leap year, February 29th. I'm already planning a big party on the 29th. I mean, that should be the day. That's a bonus day. Oh, I got an extra day in Florida? That's borrowed time. It is. Well, good for you. We're really happy. Excited. I know. I know you are. You really planned that out well. Brigham Young. He was 71 years old. He was arrested on this date. He was the leader of the Mormon Church. Right. He was arrested because he had 25 wives. Probably too many. You know, that seems like a lot. It, well, it does. And at the same time... How do you keep their birthdays straight? That's, that's too many of a good thing. Yeah. Right there. Right. Uh, does, yeah, that mean he had, does that mean he has 25 mother-in-laws? I guess it does. Yes, unless some of them were sisters. sisters. right. Then there would be yeah. some crossover there. You know, uh, there are some reports, and some of the old Western things that I've watched, he was not that good of a guy. No. I've heard the same thing. Yeah. He's got a university named after him. Right. 1872, 1892, Ellis Island opened up. I really liked our immigration policy back there in the late 1890s. Apparently, we didn't learn anything from it. No. Uh, Ellis Island opened as America's first federal immigration center. Annie Moore, doesn't say where she was from, at the age of 15, became the first person to pass through. She actually was coming in from New Jersey. Wow. So they, they considered New Jersey at that time also a foreign country. Well... Not too far from accurate, right, right. 18, it was a quick trip across uh, 1892. 1910, we had the first junior high in the United States that mm-hmm. was open. And it wasn't uh, wasn't Rydell Junior High. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the junior high that uh, Jan and, and Peter went to. It was McKinley uh-huh. in Berkeley, California. 7th and 8th grade students separating them from the 9th through 12th graders. Uh, you also had the middle school, which was 5, 6, 7, and 8. Yeah, and, and our for junior a lot of junior high highs, you, your junior seven, high eight, went nine. through nine. Yes, yeah. a lot of yes. junior highs. This, the original one was just seventh and eighth, okay. and then right. nine through ten. The high school they still called that junior high, but you are right. A lot of senior high schools didn't start till tenth grade. Right. A lot of high schools now have seven through twelve. Some of the smaller, some oh, smaller towns yeah. yep. have grades seven through twelve in the same building. In fact, even smaller towns have K through twelve in the same yeah. building, which mm-hmm. I. I I hope they separate those because I'm sure child psychologists and pediatricians and those people that know all of that probably would say it's a good idea to keep kindergartners I think separate so. from what yeah. high schoolers do. Yeah. Do yeah. they want to be that? Do they want to have that kind of influence? They get that kind of influence at home if they have older brothers and sisters. Right. But, uh, some of the things that would happen in the hallway in high school, you wouldn't want to see a kindergartner or first grader seeing that. 
Not a good thing. Right? Because you, you are master of hijinks. Well, yeah. Out in the hall. Yeah. No, the kindergartners would not have been safe. No. Uh, this and may be tough to see. They you know, they're very, up to about your they're knees they're and the whole people. thing. 1935. A new day opens in the little courthouse at Flemington where Bruno Hoffman is on trial for his life. Before the crowded court where tension is at breaking point, Mrs. Anne Lindbergh comes in to tell the story of the murder. Colonel Lindbergh is here, calm and dignified in the face of his great ordeal. Mrs. Watley, his butler's wife, arrives with Betty Gow. Thanks to Reuters for that newsreel. A lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on. 1935. This was huge. This was the you know before the uh, O.J. Simpson trial. This was the trial of the century, century right? pretty much. Bruno yeah. Richard Hopman and the Lindbergh, Lindbergh baby. Yeah. He was found guilty and he was executed. He was. Was it old Sparky? He was electrocuted. I think it was. I he think was it executed was. and yes. electrocuted. Yeah. Uh, so that was the day in 35. 1990, we need to remember... Skipper! Yes, remember the... Skipper! The Skipper passed away this day. <laughs> Come on, Gilligan, I'm not this big. Well, Skipper, you said to make it lifelike, remember? But I'm not that big, Gilligan. Sure you are. I am not. Sure you are. I am not, Gilligan. Sure you are. <laughs> Gilligan, for goodness sakes, I'm not that big. Yes, you are, Skipper. I am not, Gilligan. Yes, you are, Skipper. I am not. Oh, Gilligan and Skipper. Oh, he just hit him with his hat. Right. That was the that was the weapon of choice for the Skipper. It really was. And, you know, Skipper's only a 44-inch waist pants. Yeah. It's... Which isn't huge. No. Uh... Actor Alan Hale Jr., age of 71, he was the skipper. He passed away on this date. He was Jonas only 71. Grumby. He could have been with us for another 10 years right? or so. Well, he was in a lot of old westerns, too. Yes, he was. And then yeah. there, he was in the show where he's... What was he? He wasn't Casey. He was... Uh, it was a show where he was uh, the engineer of a locomotive. Oh. I remember seeing the intro to it. And I can't remember the name of the, the show now, but that was well before Gilligan. Gilligan's Island. Interesting. So uh, here this date, uh, five years later, 1995, when we talk Mary and Barry, we've got to bring in Chris Rock. How the hell Mary and Barry get his job back? Smoke crack got his job back. How the hell that happened? I, I mean, if you get caught smoking crack at McDonald's, you can't get your job back. That's right. They're not going to trust you around the Happy Meals. They'll send your ass to Hardee's. Yeah, so uh, after six months in uh, prison, four years after leaving office, Marion Barry inaugurated as uh, mayor again, 1995. They had no other better candidates. So the guy that did prison right. for Son crack. Son the Hardee's. Yes. <laughs> hey, good. Hardee's got some pretty good biscuits. Mm-hmm. All right, and that Frisco burger. Don't sleep on the oh, Frisco no. burger, would you? That's a taste treat. This was huge in 1999. Many of you probably still have one of these. They're hilarious. Stores can't stock it fast enough. Imagine a wide-mouth bass reeling them in left and right. We sold out immediately. Jimmy Industries makes dancing flowers. And singing trees. And they made, all of which my father owns, by the way. Uh, and they made the uh, large mouth, big, big mouth Billy, Billy bass. bass. Big mouth Billy Bass. Oh, gosh. The original had Don't Worry, Be Happy, and Take yeah. Me to the River. And Al Green, who wrote Take Me to the River, said he got more royalties from the sale of Big Mouth Billy Bass than any other avenue Is that for that song. Crazy? 
you know, ASCAP being a, being a yeah. radio play or anything yeah. else where that song had ever been used before. In movies, didn't matter. Big Mouth Billy Bass made Al Green rich. They were hot. To 1999. Say the least. They were thing. I mean, they people would hang it on their wall, and then you know Jesus could show up, and they go, "Just wait a minute." Before we talk to him, I want to show you what I got here on the right. wall. It's Big Mouth Billy. <laughs> Every cabin in Minnesota yeah. had them. I think my dad had like five or six of them. Yeah, and they were selling them in stores, but a lot of places people are selling them out of the back of their. I don't know. They would go right, buy a bunch at Walmart, case, yeah. and then they go to the bar and have them in their uh, their trunk or the back of their truck, and then they would sell them at the bar when it first started. Furniture and things had them by the pallet yeah. loads. This is a hot thing. Yeah, and now I'm sure you can still buy them, and there's various different kinds. And yeah. different, now they added more songs and things like that, and there were knockoffs. But the original Big Mouth Billy Bass. What year was that? Went on sale for the first time this date, 1999. Nice. 2018. They're everywhere. On your TV, your computer, even on your phone. But while video games seem close to becoming our new national pastime, this morning the World Health Organization raising a red flag. For the first time, adding gaming disorder to their list of addictive activities, mm. likening it to substance abuse and gambling disorders. Wow. The World Health Organization saying that gaming addiction was a mental health condition, basically a disease. So that pretty much says that it Pac-Man, you know, back in the 80s, Pac-Man fever was actual a thing. Yeah. You could actually get Pac-Man fever. And uh, Buckner and Garcia, the people who did the song, they were right on the money. <laughs> they were. With Pac-Man fever, 2018. 2019, let's remember another great. All of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know... I really don't know if we can recapture the bedlam and pandemonium that has taken place here. Wally Carmel, a $5,000 fine. I don't know if that's enough. Uh, Bobby Heaton repeatedly showing his true colors and this latest incident, one of the worst I've ever seen. I'm, I'm out of control, Wally. I just I can't believe it happened. I... <laughs> wow. Mean Gene. Nobody could take something and blow it out of proportion for the listener's enjoyment better than Mean Gene Okerlund, who passed away this date four years ago now at the age of 76. He was a thing of beauty. He was great. That's a, he was better. He was good in the WWF, but he was at, I thought, he, I, I think he's at his prime as far as just what he used to do at the, the, the AWA, AWA, the way sure. they could kind of just uh, right in front of that blue wall you with know, the Ma- logo on it. Marty O'Neill was the guy, and then Mean Gene came yeah. and took it to a whole new level. He certainly did. And basically, Vern Gagne goes, uh, I think Mean Gene was like working for the TV station as a salesman or something of the TV station that the wrestling was on at the time. We go, hey, you want to... You Want to do some interviews? Sure. <clears throat> and he was great at it. Yeah, it was. Uh, Hogan says that uh, there wouldn't have been no Hulkamania without Mean Gene Okerlund. He gave him all kinds of Bedlam credit. Bedlam and pandemonium. Yes. All those things. If if you came home from church on a Sunday and you didn't have Bedlam and pandemonium on your TV, <laughs> you were missing You were out. lost. Yeah. You, you were, were lost. Yes. And then a year ago this date. And now another Bills player is down. Tell exactly who that is. Maybe Hamlin. And it was indeed Damar Hamlin yes. who was on the field, collapsed, had a cardiac arrest. Oh my God. That uh, where it hits you, he got hit in the chest just at the right time, like in, be- in between beats of your heart, and yeah. it stopped his heart. 
and he had to be revived. He was dead, and he had to be revived on the field during uh, Monday Night Football. And he's okay. He's okay, and he played this year. Yeah, he's played amazing. this year. Amazing. Uh, that was this. That date. was one of the scariest moments Probably we've watched. It had to have been. Yeah. Yeah. As far as NFL history. Yep. Certainly, twenty twenty three is when that happened. Now we have birthdays. Now we have a uh, a former televangelist who is disgraced, but he's still televangelizing today. He got his uh, job back. If I'm guilty of everything accused uh, that I'm accused of, does it still justify the outright stealing of Heritage USA? And uh, Jim and Tammy's ministry. I would say that it would be uh, shorter to read the entire Bible than reading the long list of accusations <laughs> and improprieties of Jim Baker, wow. the former televangelist who was Jim and Tammy Faye and Heritage USA. He uh, had, uh, well, let's just say it was uh, sexual and financial impropriety. Yep. And uh, it was it was ugly. It was. Well, Tammy Faye has since, uh, since passed away right. with her makeup kit. And uh, Jim Baker, 84, and he's still out there doing it. He's gray and he's got a beard. You couldn't even tell it's Jim Baker. Wow. But uh, he is uh, 84 here today. This was a birthday from yesterday, uh, January 1st. We'll do this from time to time uh, on Christmas or January 1st because there will never be an almanac on those days. Well, yeah. Same thing for July 4th, really. So this is one. We got the some Italian people. They got 40, 50, 60 miracles to their names. They can't get in just because they say there's already too many Italian saints. And this woman comes along with three lousy miracles. I understand that two of them was card tricks. The father, Guido Sarducci, played by Don Novello. What a great character from SNL. Right. He was born on January 1st of 43. So uh, he is 81 today. Yeah, someday we'll have to do some of those Christmas birthdays because we don't ever hear them. No, right? You know, your mean, Barbara Mandrell will never sure. be mentioned. No, no, we hear her yeah. on Bob FM. Though. Right, but we don't hear it. Right. We birthday. don't hear enough Guido Sarducci. We do not. So uh, was good. the only time we can hear Guido Sarducci would probably be on his birthday, yeah. January 1st. How about Jack Hanna? Dave, you know how much a Komodo dragon can eat? No. It can eat... 20, 30 pounds in less than like 10 minutes in one sitting. Whoa. And they got, if they bite you. Is he gonna, is he gonna be all right? <laughs> hey, you wow. barely touched the potatoes. <laughs> Dave, did you boys That might have been some Wagyu beef that that Komodo dragon yeah. was eating on the desk of David Letterman's uh, Late Night with David Letterman or The Late Show that was on CBS. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jack Hanna, animal expert. Jungle Jack, he was on all the shows. Yep. He would bring animals and people would love him. And uh, he is 77. I think he's fighting dementia now. Oh. I thought I saw something where he's going through that battle. Uh, best to him and his family. Jack Hanna is uh, 77. If you watch that 90210 show, you remember Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Come on, i got to talk to you. There's nothing to talk about. God, you are so judgmental. Yeah, you're damn right I am. i got to see because you cheated. I didn't deserve that. Talk to Denzel. I'm Keep talking going. to you because it's your fault. Yeah. Don't be cheating, Brandon. Uh, that's uh, that's the actress Gabrielle Cateras mm-hmm. who played Andrea. Nine hundred two one zero for those nine hundred two one zero fans. You watch that show? No, no I, I didn't, didn't either. It's I her sixty third birthday. She was one of the glasses. Is. Okay, I got to, all the other gals in there, and she was one of yeah, the glasses. I'd have to and, see the uh, cast to get. There were I times remember. I go, yeah, yeah. I mean, she she was she was good. Did a fine job. She did a fine job. Mm-hmm. She had skills. And uh, 63 today. Let's go to Wayne's World. You know, if you guys got a break, you could really make it. 
Yeah, and if a frog had wings, it wouldn't bump his ass when he hopped. Interesting. Where did you learn English? College. And the Police Academy movies. That's uh, Tia Carrera. <laughs> She's uh, great. 57 here today on Wayne's World. Uh, kind of out punted his coverage Among, a little yes, bit there. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know. It worked. It's a, And it's movies. As my wife says, it's movies. It's movies. It's movies. It's TV. She's I'll great. go after something. I'll say, no, that's, that just doesn't make any sense. And then she goes, remember, it's TV. Yeah. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. <laughs> He's the show me the money guy. Yeah. The one and only Cuba Gooding Jr. He's a fine actor. His dad was the lead singer in Main Ingredient. Yes, he dun, was. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, anyway, Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, is 56 here today. And we've got, uh, well, Douglas Robb, Huba Stank. I didn't cue up the song for Huba Stank. Well, that's unfortunate. Maybe I did right here. No, that's just the beginning of the video. And that's unfortunate, it really is. Hoobastank, what country artist mentioned Hoobastank in a song? Was it Luke Bryan? I don't know. There's a country artist recent, last 10, 15 years, that had a song that mentioned <clears throat> Hoobastank. Well, it could be a Luke Bryan thing. Douglas, Douglas Robb is 49. Gone, but not forgotten. Uh, that's all we got for birthdays. Uh, was, yes. That list is lean, much like my own. Uh, there's only three names here my staff was able to come up with. I'm sure we missed somebody. Uh, science fiction writer Isaac Asimov. Now, he was born on this day in 1920. He's a very smart man, had a very high IQ. And then in the paper, like the Minneapolis paper, back when I used to buy the paper, how many days did we do the Isaac Asimov super quiz? We did it frequently. A very smart man. Uh, born on this day in 1920. And then one of our favorites here at Bob FM, I never tire of hearing the great Roger Miller. England swings like a pendulum do. Bobby's own bicycles two by two. Westminster Abbey, the Tower of Big Ben. The rosy red cheeks of the little children. What a talent. Great talent. You know, when yeah. he would just scat and just yes. grab the guitar, yeah. him and Glenn Campbell or Johnny Cash or somebody, you know, they would just, it was it was a thing of beauty, and I don't know if there's any been if there's ever been anybody better at it. No. This man had skills that are unlike others. Uh, he was tremendous. Great sense of humor. He had his own show. You know, there was a Roger Miller uh, variety show or comedy show hour or whatever it was back in the... Uh, in the mid to late 60s there. And he left us very young. I think he had uh, cancer. He was a, a bit of a sm- heavy smoker. Hall of Fame country singer, the great Roger Miller, was born on this day in 1936. They're gone, but not forgotten. And your staff did forget one, the most famous clown. Ra- reindeer of all? No, oh. the most famous clown ah. of all. You can just call me Bozo. Bozo the Clown. You you really bozo? The greatest clown in the whole world? Yep. Probably the best known bozo, the guy who owned the rights to bozo, Larry Harmon. Right. Who yes. was bozo the clown. And speaking of the, you know, the greatest reindeer of all, bozo also had a red nose. He did. And, they did uh, have that in common. He did, they did not allow him to play reindeer games either. <laughs> Uh, Bozo, and of course, every time we talk about yes. Bozo, I mean Bozo the clown. I mean, does he really need the clown in his title as clown? Bozo the clown. Are we going to confuse it with Bozo the district attorney? 
Bozo the Pope. There's no other Bozo. Uh, bozo. Oh, you're such a <laughs> bozo. What a great bit. Yeah, it is. So Larry Harmon, Jeez. this date, 1925. And that's it. There were no other quality yeah. or missteps by your staff that uh, warranted mentioning. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's that's, just uh, as far as people and as far as birthdays. Uh, I'm sure Jim Baker will be joining that group shortly. He's 84. Mm-hmm. Right. But he might, leave, he might live to 105. He might. He might. Maybe he sold his soul. We don't know. But they are gone. Eternal life for Jim Baker. Now right. they're gone. But not. But not forgotten. forgotten. I'd like to see Father Guido Sarducci live a nice long life. Yes. Because we need to use that bit about the miracles and the card tricks <laughs> over and card over tricks. and over again. Would yep. you like to start a Bobathon and the No Repeat Workday with Brooks and Dunn, Ain't Nothing About You, Aaron Tippin, There Ain't Nothing Wrong with the Radio, or Toby Keith, Wish I Didn't Know Now? With his iconic fest appearance in 2024, I'm going Aaron Tippin. W2PM, Princeton, WLKX, Forest Lake, KDBG, Alpha.